Hey there. You got a bunch of leads, but too swamped to make heads or tails out of them? When it comes to sealing the deal, you just throw out a number and hope for the best? Well, it's time to change that too. Welcome to the Million Dollar Pipeline Challenge, tailor-made for the home services and remodeling pros just like you. We're cutting through the clutter, showing you how to chat with your customers and nail your pitches and boost those conversions. No more guesswork, just solid strategies to grow your business. Tune in to transform your approach, and let's build that million-dollar pipeline together. Text the word MONEY to 844-949-1984. That's the word MONEY to 844-949-1984 to begin your million-dollar pipeline challenge today. Welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today the boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Welcome back to the show, Brad, to Blue Collar BS. You've been having a good week? It has been a very enjoyable week, and I'm looking forward to a very warm weekend uh, here in the upper Midwest. So yeah, it is going to be exci- uh, pretty excited going to be pretty warm so that's that's something to look forward to spring is here so brad um on this episode of blue collar bs one of the things that been talking about on some of the job sites i've been on is this whole work from home that is currently going on and how work from home is actually different in some well let's just call it the blue collar area where you know we've got workforce out in the field we've got workforce actually in the office and with you know right now with everything going on coronavirus spiking in certain areas some offices have been in in person and now they're reverting back to work from home but it the topic that keeps coming up is with the young generation our gen z's that they're bringing into the workforce and actually truly understanding how they can be engaged work from home quote unquote productively and still get stuff done between a set normal business hours of let's let's just say it's eight to four so one of those one of the problems that has keeps coming up and and keeps resolving is is that the gen z don't have a great appreciation for the office environment and what they really know coming in right now is this whole work from home where it's the mentality is perceived, let's talk perceived, is I will work when I feel like working. And if it takes me 12 hours, so what? Why does it matter if I'm working, sitting in front of a laptop, sitting in front of my computer from eight to four solid? So let's hang it right there. That is a problem. My youngest son graduated from college in May of 2020. So he that last semester he went through was all virtual and very frustrating he got his job down in florida for his first job and then he was able to go into the office he has now since gone to a different organization uh started there in february and that is all virtual so everything is virtual for that particular organization because they're far more concerned about transmittal risk, whatever it might be. He has really not gone to the campus ever. 
his hiring process was all virtual. His interviews were all virtual. All of his online, all of his onboarding was virtual. And that how do you work and create relationships? I have no idea how the hell he's doing it because it just wouldn't work for me. Right. Drive me, it would drive me crazy. So he's, exa- he's facing that right now. Dealing with that, how, I don't know. How he copes with it, no idea. Let alone the eight to four piece of it. What are the expectations? And that is becoming more and more challenging. Exactly. As to what's accepted. You know, when it first started back in April, March, April of 2020, people were very much understanding and, hey, if you're walking your dog while you're on the call at 1030 in the the morning and wind's blowing through your earbuds, so what? Right. I don't know if that tolerance level is there anymore. No, it's not. From the business owner's perspective, right? I'm expecting you to be available. Now, the question becomes, can I be as productive walking the dog on that all-team call at 1030 in the morning? Or do I have to be on the Zoom call here, seeing each other face-to-face to be as productive? Well, let, let's let, let's just answer that right now. How most of us are feeling about all-team calls. Most of it is bullshit. We're just going to say it right now. It's freaking <laughs> bullshit. We all, we, we all know it. We've heard it. We feel it. Do we need to be sitting at our desk for an all-team call? Really? It's an update. And do we really need that update to go out, or should that have just been a simple email? In some scenarios, it's, Ooh, it's tough to say. It, it's very <laughs> tough to say because that email now becomes very cold. It leaves a lot for interpretation. You don't right. get tone. You don't get the opportunity to be questioned. Lots of different perceptions come into that when you just send out the email update. That's true. Oh, so you don't care about me. You just want to send me this goddamn email. (laughs) Exactly. So, so let's just, you know, productive on all team calls. Hey, you know, my mentality is, Hey, at least you showed up. You're listening. You know, you're not sitting there. If you're, if you're out walking your dog on an all team call, you know, you're, the whole purpose for you is to listen to get the updates. Hey, at least you're not sending texts to somebody else going, man, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> or private chat and zoom. Right. Or on your Microsoft teams or whatever you're using. Right. For, for those all team calls. But now let's, let's talk about that though. But if you're on a call with, and it's actually meant to be a productive meeting and you're out walking your dog. <laughs> Oh yeah, this this show's gonna be good because actually meant to be a productive meeting. Let's go with that right. theory. Let's let's just we'll table that comment for a later date. But when you're in when you when you're in a meeting and there's there's key deliverables that are expected when you need everybody on the call to contribute, that's a whole different mindset of do I need to be present in that meeting? Meaning, do I really need to be at my desk with whatever windows I have open? truly contributing to the meeting or am I just a bystander that's just kind of like paying attention half-assed? Well, let's be honest. Even when you were in the office and you were in the room, most of those conversations are talk tell. That's correct. There's, there's no dialogue. There's no conversation. There's no input. There's no request for information. It's, hey, regurgitate what you got. Figure out a way not to get blamed for the problem. Yep. And get out of there as quickly as possible to get back to your desk to have the meeting after the meeting. The issue now becomes the meeting after the meeting 
Yeah. You can't have that in the break room or in the bathroom or on the way to the elevator because everybody signs off. Right. And now are you going to call that person? Are you not going to call that person? Um, are you going to text them, not text them? Mm-hmm. You don't have a chance to develop that relationship. Right. And often what I'm seeing now is a lot of it is all text-based. It's just, so from the younger generations, it is text-based. It's just quick message, boom, done. Got my answer and I'm moving on. Compared to boomers, they want that face-to-face. Or pick up the phone, let's have a conversation. I don't really need to get into the whole Zoom, Teams chat, you know, the, the whole audio visual thing. I just need to get an answer whether it's in person or it's on the phone. And personally, I don't want to deal with text message from, you know, when I'm dealing with somebody that's in the boomer and the, the older Gen X, it's let's, let's figure out how to resolve this compared to the Gen Z and my millennial friends. It's quick, boom, text, I'm done. Millennial friends. Hold on. You said millennial friends. You're a millennial. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have, I have friends in all categories, Brad. <laughs> Aren't you in that category? No, okay. No, I am not. I'll, I'll prove it with a birth certificate one of these days. All right. <laughs> but let's, circling back, though, let's, let's go back, right? And when we talk work from home, it's that frustration that business owners have that workforce isn't as productive as they used to be when they're sitting in the office when somebody can watch them. I'm going to disagree with that though. Mm-hmm. Just because that time that maybe I went for the walk, do the laundry, take care of dishes, unload the dishwasher, help Johnny with his homework, whatever that might be. That's the same amount of time that I would have gone and talked to Sally in accounting, you know, Bob in engineering, went out and walked the shop floor. Cause I wanted to check up on my project. Yep. I just want to make I just want to make sure we're making chips out on the shop floor, making mm-hmm. sure the weldment's good. So those hours weren't productive either. But you were your car was in the parking lot, and they knew you were at work. Yep. Were you really working? Were you really working all day for those eight nine hours? Oh hell no! Come on. Right. So it's it's similar but different. It's just not on site, and the productivity piece is. You need to have clear definition of what the results are that you're expecting. Right. And you can't force the interaction and communication virtually. It's mm-hmm. hard because I don't want to bother somebody because they're at home. Well, no, you're at work. So make the gosh darn phone call. Right. Because you need the information. They're at work. Their office is just no longer here in the same space. They're now a subsidiary in the next town over versus in the same building. Mm-hmm. No, and, and those are those are such huge key points that I think most, and, and because we're focused on all the generations, those get lost in the whole, this whole dichotomy of work from home, right? It's really understanding. And like you said, it's pick up the phone, have the conversation, send a text, whatever it is, let's get it resolved because we do have office hours. We have, we our office hours, I'm using air quotes for those that can't see, <laughs> is, you know, it isn't just eight to four anymore. <laughs> it isn't just eight to four. So I, I think it's really important for 
the understanding and for all of us to set those clear expectations on what do we expect when we are working from home? It's an, right now it's an unwritten, you know, wild, wild west, just everybody does, you know, free for all on what they do. And the expectation is, oh, well, my productivity, quote unquote, productivity is down. So I need to bring everybody back to the office rather than setting clear guidelines so that we can actually adhere and understand what we're hold, held accountable to and how do, how are we performing in this new environment? Yeah, and it becomes a matter of setting expectations also. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when you were in the office and when I had uh, was mentoring staff members or other people from other parts of the organization who didn't maybe didn't have the best leader, um, hey, just because it showed up in my inbox or they walked in front of my desk and said, take care of this, it doesn't mean it's the most important thing in the world. Right. And you were able to have that conversation because it would show up in my inbox. And I would get up and go walk over to my leader's office and say, hey, dude, uh, when do you need this by? Right. Because the expectation for many times the leaders are, well, it's the mo- I'm the leader. So therefore, it's the most important thing. So just I say jump, you say how high. Well, no, that's not how it works because. That's just not how it works. That's what makes people go crazy. And that's why people leave <laughs> at the end right. of the day. And we don't need people leaving industry that is hard enough to fill to begin with. Mm-hmm. But setting that expectation in your email or in your text, hey, Steve, uh, I got this project. Can you make? Can you get this done by Tuesday at four? Is that okay? Okay, I would expect you to respond back within an hour or so because it's, leader subordinate type scenario. It should be one of the more important messages in your inbox to say, okay, yeah, hey, Steve, that would be great. I'll get that done for you by four on Tuesday. No problem. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Right. It's a different way of communicating because you don't have that verbal interaction. You don't have that opportunity to sit in and stand in front of somebody and ask that question. So you should put that into your correspondence going forward. If you need it by Tuesday at four, tell somebody. Don't just expect them to know it because they may not know the project work that they heard over the walls previously right and that you were waiting for it and, and it's so key because i think no matter the generation it that part is just lost is setting the key expectations and clear deadlines and stuff so right man Brad, this is a great conversation we had today really want to thank you you know for joining and you know just talking more about what what are we doing here on you know with the with the workforce being you know, remote working and stuff. So thank you. It's a challenge, particularly in the manufacturing, construction, trade space, because there's a difference expectation for each one of the job roles. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, too many people think that equal means equal and fair are the same. And they're not. And they're not. Clearly, they are not. I can be treated fairly. That doesn't mean I have to be treated equally because each job role requires a different level of of interaction and different level of responsibility. Right. And, and work from home is, is elevating that opportunity and it creates an opportunity for us to get better and stronger and retain our talent um, or lose our talent if we decide to do nothing. Exactly. So, nope. I appreciate the conversation as well, Mr. Doyle and uh, have a wonderful rest of your day and we will talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you for listening to blue collar BS. Brought to you by Vision Forward Business Solutions and Professional Business Coaching, Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show as feedback is the only way we can get better. 
Let's keep blue-collar businesses strong for generations to come.